Today, we're continuing our uh, journey through the book of Psalms, and um, we are going to be reading Psalm chapter 1 here today. Psalm chapter 1. Uh, starting at the beginning, uh, for those of you who are joining us and who are not familiar with uh, what we're doing, we're going to be going through the book of Psalms from beginning to end. We won't be going through every single psalm, but we will be going through a majority of them. Uh, this is just kind of um, just something for you to do, something for you to read, something for you to study as we um, kind of spend some of our time at home under quarantine or self-isolation. I just um, hope that uh, you could maybe have a, a good devotional time and, and read through the psalms with us and um, experience some of what David and some of the psalmists have to offer for us through these uh, through these poems. So uh, we'll be going through Psalms uh, chapter 1 today. Psalms chapter 1. Um, so let's get started. I want to I don't want to take as long as hopefully not as long as we did last uh, last time. But Psalms chapter 1 um, says, Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, or sit in the seat of mockers. Just highlighting this here. Um, <clears throat> but his delight, verse 2, is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of waters, which yield its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. Uh, whatever he does prosper. So <clears throat> the psalmist starts off by saying, blessed is the man. So it's like blessed, he's saying uh, happiness belongs to or uh, continually is a part of. So he's saying blessed is the man. Um, this person who does not do this, what he's about to describe, uh, is going to be continually happy, progressively happy for those who love the Lord. And so he says this, he says, blessed is the one who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked. Um, so it's this, this idea of, of choosing a path. And you'll see this throughout some of the different psalms that we read, um, that David and some of the other psalmists talk about this, this kind of this path of God uh, that, we can, that we can walk on. And uh, he says this, he says, Blessed are the ones who do not walk in the counsel of the wicked. So that means that we're not taking an active choice in following in the counsel of those uh, who who love wickedness, who love transgressing the 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 law of God, and so then he says this, uh, or stand in the way of sinners, and you'll and you'll notice that he chose chooses three different things, right? Walking, standing, sitting. Um, so those who are choosing to continually progress down the path of the counsel of the wicked, uh, or those who stand in the way of sinners, those who uh, choose to to stand there. Uh, who choose to abide or or take the presence of um, those who who sin and uh, those who sit in the seat of mockers um, and it's kind of like this idea of uh, sitting in the seat is kind of this idea of of, of taking repose with or um, taking comfort in or uh, kind of sitting in the seat of power of the mockers and he describes uh, three different types of people he describes he, or he talks about the wicked uh, the sinners. And the mockers, and so this is something that we'll see in a later psalm. Uh, but in in the Bible, we see that there are three different kinds of 
of sin that the Bible talks about. It talks about uh, transgression, it talks about sin, and it talks about uh, iniquity. And so um, transgression is really those people who have broken a treaty or a relationship. And so when you transgress the law of God, you are breaking this relationship with people or breaking this relationship with God. Uh, when you sin, the idea of sin in in the Hebrew, in, in, in the Bible, is this idea specifically of missing the mark. So when you sin, you are falling short or, or failing to fulfill this, uh, this humanity that God has called us to, to, to be or, or to be a part of. And then iniquity is this idea that uh, you are not just failing to do so, because um, sin sometimes, when it talks about sin uh, in the Bible, it's, it's more this idea of you are trying to do right, you are trying to do something, uh, but you, you miss the mark, right? So you're aiming at some sort of bullseye, at some sort of center, but you fail to do so. Um, so a lot of people, they admit, well, this is what we were trying to do, and then they realize they were doing wrong, so they say, oh, we have sin. So sin is this idea of missing the mark. But iniquity, though, is this idea that you are continually uh, missing the mark. You are deliberately choosing to do what is wrong, and you are kind of abiding in these in these ways. And so um, the psalmist says this, do not walk in the counsel of the wicked, those who transgress, do not stand in the way of the sinners, uh, those who miss the mark, do not sit in the seat of mockers. And it's this progression, right, that um, the mockers being specifically those who reject God completely, and not just reject God, but um, but fully mock God and, and kind of mock those who, who follow God. And then he continues in verse two, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law, he meditates day and night. And this meditating is this idea that you are repeating, you are um, continually uh, repeating these phrases, right? You you have this in your mind constantly all the time. And so a lot of these people would, would kind of read these verses, would read these uh, scriptures, and they would repeat on them day and night, every single day, and they'd memorize them uh, through repetition. And so that way it'd be kind of ingrained in their minds. And then he says this in verse 3. Because I like what he says in verse 3, he says, The one who delights in the law of the Lord, this is verse 2, the one who meditates on his law day and night, in verse 3, is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. And I like this because it's it's very deliberate um, that the psalmist is is writing here. There's, there's a deliberation to, to the tree that is planted. It's not a tree that just so happens to live... Uh, by streams of water. It's a tree that is specifically planted. Someone has chosen this plot of land to plant this tree in. And the streams of water that the psalmist is referring to specifically isn't just um, natural flowing streams. It isn't just a river or, or, or a creek or something that they have found and they planted this tree. Um, they're referring specifically to these, these channels or these aqueducts that they would create. And so uh, this was a kind of a common practice in Egypt uh, and in the east. They would take these, these flowing rivers and they would divert some of the water from the flowing rivers to create these um, kind of creeks or aqueducts that would then uh, give water to their crops and to their fruit. And so this whole thing is very, very specific, very deliberate. Someone has planted this tree. Someone has carved out a stream from a, from a nearby river. And they have directed or, or diverted this stream of water to specifically water this type of tree. And so the psalmist is saying this, when we're delighting in the Lord, when we're meditating on his word day and night, it's like we are deliberately planted and we have created the avenues for us to be naturally fed, to, for us to be continually uh, sustained through the waters of life, through, uh, through Jesus, through God. And then, and then he says, which yielded fruit in its season. 
So this tree is is intentional. This tree is predictable. This tree um, continues to produce fruit. It isn't it isn't late. It isn't early. Uh, it doesn't wither. Uh, it, its leaves don't don't dry don't dry out because of the sun because it's it's near the stream of water. So this idea is that this tree is is continually producing fruit consistently, and that's kind of what the psalmist is saying is that when we are delighting in God's law, there's a consistency of goodness that we continue to produce. There is a consistency um, that comes from us. People can know and expect what we're going to act like, know and expect what we're going to respond like. And that's kind of what, what we're looking for in, in a season like this, right? Uh, we're looking for, for Christians, people who delight in God's law to be consistent, consistent in generosity, uh, consistent in faithfulness, consistent in helping the people that are, that are around us, right? And so this, this has, and especially specifically it says, which yield its fruit, in its season, right? In a time when, when, when the fruit is needed. Uh, and that's kind of what, what God calls us to, Jesus calls us to, is to give fruit in the right season, to be a tree that is deliberately planted, uh, that is fed by this continual flow of water that meditates on the law day and night so that in its season, we can produce fruit for God so that we can be generous to those people that are around us, so that we can take care of the world around us. But then he continues on verse, verse four, the psalmist says, not so the wicked, because the wicked aren't deliberately planted. The wicked aren't uh, receiving this constant flow of water, right? The wicked are like chaff. And that's the stuff, the little hard shell kernel thing that kind of surrounds the wheat, right? It's light. It kind of gets blown away. And he says, not so the wicked, they are like chaff, that the wind blows away. Therefore, the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked will perish. So the psalmist is saying this, there, there comes a time when will stand before God in judgment where, where we are kind of before God determining whether we've done right or whether we've done wrong. And those people who have deliberately planted themselves by these streams of flowing water, who have deliberately set out and carved out this avenue for us to be constantly fed and, and watered and cared for by God's law, by God's word, those are the people that get to stand before God at the end because the Lord watches over their ways, because the Lord watches over the righteous, because the Lord watches over our paths. And so this, this idea that the psalmist is really trying to get at is that we can't just be passive about our, our relationship with God. We can't just be passive about uh, delighting in the law of the Lord. It can't just be something that we do every once in a while. This has to be this deliberate, intentional thing that we do, that we are delighting in the law of the Lord, that we're meditating on it day and night, that we are deliberately choosing a, a, a plot, that we are planting ourselves carving out these aqueducts, these, these streams, these canals, so that the living water can flow near us, so that we continue to produce fruit in its season, so we continue to be good, so that we can be consistent in what God has called us to do. Um, and, and then he said, but the wicked aren't like that, though. The wicked are like chaff blown away. The wicked don't produce the fruit in this season. The wicked aren't deliberately planted. They aren't fed by these streams of water. And so it's this idea again, that the psalmist really wants us to get is that we need to be deliberate about the good that we're doing in the world. We need to be deliberate about this relationship with God. We need to be deliberate about meditating on God's word day and night. And so that's kind of the lesson that I hope we take from this as we, as we read Psalms 1, is this, um, this intentionality, uh, this intentionality of being, of being good to the people around us, of being good in time of trouble, of, of producing fruit in its season, and so one of the challenges that I hope that um, some of us can take as, as we go through this trying time is uh, look for people that, that are in need around you. Look for people in your community, maybe your neighbors, 
uh, maybe your friends and and be that that tree that produces good fruits. Be uh, that person that intentionally goes out to do good for others, that takes care of the people around you and that um, produces hope where, where there is a world that needs hope. So let us be like the tree that is deliberately planted by the streams of water, constantly flowed, flowing and, and renewed and, and fed by, by the word of God and the goodness of God. Um, so yeah, that's our lesson for today, Psalms chapter 1. Uh, let's let's pray and, and let's close this. God, we are thankful for the fact that you are a good God and that you're a God that constantly renews our souls, that restores us, that uh, calls us into goodness. And I just pray that you would help us to walk in the paths of righteousness, that you would help us to walk um, in the path of goodness, to choose to do good to those around us, to choose to provide hope, to choose uh, to show the good God that we have come to know. I just pray that we would meditate on your word day and night, that we would come to love God and love people, and that through you we might uh, love justice, act, act mercifully, and, mercifully and, and walk humbly with you. And God, I just pray that we would be a tree deliberately planted, uh, receiving from your ever-flowing stream, and that we would produce good fruit in its season, that those around us might see, um, might see you working through us. So help us to be good citizens, help us to be good uh, members of our community, help us to do good in the world around us. In your precious name we pray, amen. So we'll see you uh, tomorrow, and tomorrow I think we're going through Psalm chapter 5. So come back tomorrow at noon, and we'll be going through Psalm uh, chapter 5. We'll see you tomorrow.